0: Religious education was removed from South African schools, and Pastor Chabalala said that they took God out of the curriculum, and the devil understood this. So as a result, the young generation of South Africa is now growing up without God's Word and its teachings.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. This month, we're focusing on community change, how the gospel of Jesus Christ can transform not only individuals, but entire communities. That's true in the Gauteng province of South Africa, where, as you just heard from my colleague Anton, government school students live with no knowledge of the Bible. But that all changed through the ministry of Pastor Chabalala. Well, our focus at Bible League this month uh, is on community change, and you know, we, we know how the gospel changes hearts and turns people into followers of Jesus, but we don't always talk about how it can truly transform uh, a community, and that's certainly true for Bible League trained pastor Chabalala in South Africa. Now, uh, Anton, thanks for joining me today. I've heard that he never leaves home without one of his classy three-piece suits. Talk about this, Pastor. Uh, maybe tell us about the area where he lives uh, and uh, about his family.
0: Sure. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity, Michael. And you're right, his uh, three-piece suits with uh, matching ties are really iconic. <laughs>
2: um,
0: also because they form a striking contrast with the simple and basic home that he lives in.
2: Hmm.
0: But he feels um, that the way he looks, his appearance should reflect his position as a pastor, as a representative of Christ, so it's important to him. So, flashy definitely is one of the words that, that, that fits to him. Uh, and another way to describe him would be tireless. God has gifted him with so much energy. Pastor Chabalala uh, overlooks Bible study ministry in 16 schools in his area, mm. while he also visits other schools to promote the program. So he preaches at the early morning school assemblies, he trains the staff, and he does so five days a week. And he runs a church, of course. So I don't know where he gets the time to prepare for his Sunday services. And even when we talked to him, he sort of apologized for not being around for his family always Mm. and then his daughter Mm. said no dad no dad you often help us in the house so even at home he's always busy so yes he is a tireless man and and a classy man he is married has four children and Mm. they are all active in the ministry in some way Uh, it's 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 really a lovely family yeah
1: Yeah. i'm glad you're able to 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 meet with him and, and find out more about his ministry Talk about some of the negative influences that affect his ministry, um, like ancestral worship, uh, some of the pagan beliefs, and then just the country of South Africa. He he felt uh, that country's moved uh, away from its Christian heritage. Talk about some of those negative influences that that he encounters in the course of his ministry.
0: For us as Westerners, it's it's hard to imagine the huge role witchcraft plays in in the South African society. Hmm. I've been there a couple of times now, and it still amazes me. Uh, I think I think it's fair to say that for large parts of the society, the Christian heritage hasn't been much more than a thin crust. And under that crust, those old traditional indigenous belief st- systems never cease to exist. Hmm. Even one of the largest religious groups in South Africa is the so-called Zion Christian Church. They call themselves church, They call themselves Christian. Because it started as a Bible based denomination about a century ago. Mm. But they started mixing Christianity with pagan beliefs and rituals like ancestral worship, even witch doctor practices. And now it's an immense cult. And the tricky thing is that the members think they are Christians, while in reality their religion has very little to do with God's word. And you know, we are talking hundreds of thousands of South Africans here. So to these people, witchcraft and ancestral worship really are part and parcel of their day to day life. Mm. And, and the children, they grow up with that. So when Pastor Chabalala goes to a school, he always has to deal with children who practice magic rituals or parents who oppose to him preaching Christ because they follow their ancestors. Hmm. Or even teachers who, who, who practice uh, as witch, witch doctors. So that's,
1: that's his reality. We talk about community change. You know, there was an opportunity that came about uh, to share the gospel with students uh, in government schools. Um, uh, talk about Pastor uh, Chabalala's enthusiasm and his burden uh, to engage with these students. Uh, and I know he uses Bible League materials. Talk about that ministry that uh, that came about uh, in the schools there.
0: Pastor Chabalala came to Christ when he was still a teenager. And he told us that right away he started sharing the gospel with, with the youth at his school. Hmm. He immediately felt that, that urge to, to preach the, what he has had received himself in, in the love of Christ. He wanted to share that. So he has always had that burden to reach out to children and youth. Uh-huh. Um, one of the scriptures he quoted was from Hosea 4, verse 6, uh, where it says, My people are destroyed because they have no knowledge. Hmm. And that's, that's what urges him to reach the young generation with the gospel. Because it's the only way to prevent them from being destroyed as as that verse says, um, and he loves the Bible study materials of Bible League because they help them reach the children about they help them teach the children about God's purpose for their lives.
1: Yeah, many of the schools in South Africa experience uh, teen pregnancies, uh, the use of drugs and alcohol, and the influence of uh, gang activity. But reports of those activities actually decreased in the school where Pastor uh, Chabalala shared the gospel and challenged students to make uh, better choices. What did the principal of that school have to say about um, how improvements came to her school?
0: Yeah, that's that's a powerful example indeed.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, We heard it from uh, Principal Sybil, that's her name, at the Hmm. Naya Boswa Primary School. Uh, also in the same place where he lives, in Kutsung. Um And she said that after Pastor Chabalala had introduced the Bible study program at her school, uh, that was back in 2017, the behavior of the children improved significantly.
2: Hmm. Uh, for
0: instance, they didn't have any teenage pregnancies anymore because of what the pastor teaches about sexuality. And she also said that many children come from families where there is no order, uh, no respect. But the lessons from the Bible League help the children respect each other and their teachers, she said. Hmm. And so they also improved their discipline. So this principal, Sybil, was extremely thankful for the Bible study program that we provided.
1: Yeah, several of the teachers, though. I mean, he he faced some opposition as he's come in and he's ministered there. But uh, several of the teachers and the students voiced opposition uh, to this pastor speaking in the school. School. Some of the teachers, uh, because he's so direct with his words, but even students who were attempting magical rituals. You touched on this earlier, and engaging in ancestral worship. Uh, he he met he was met with that opposition, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, you you're right. He says the things uh, straight. Um, we also witnessed that when we followed him at one school. Um, some of the teachers complained about him telling the kids to abstain from sex and drugs hmm. because they said the kids were too young for that.
2: Hmm.
0: However, the South, Africa, uh, South African statistics on teenage pregnancies and drug and alcohol abuse among children prove him right. Um, so his direct approach is really needed um, for them to change that behavior. And that also goes for him fighting the spiritual battle at schools. Yeah. He told us he was sharing the gospel of Christ in a school class, and some of the students started complaining to their teachers that they couldn't perform the witchcraft, witchcraft that they were doing. Mm. They couldn't do it anymore; that their, their powers left them because the pastor mentioned the name of Jesus.
2: Mm.
0: There is, there is really power in the name of Jesus, Michael. Mm. That's 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 so impressive to hear. And, and Pastor Chabalala said, when a power meets a power, the lesser power bows, and when they meet Christ, demons always are the lesser power. Mm.
1: Yeah, you experienced Pastor uh, Chabalala ministering beautifully to students at a school. I believe it was in Carletonville. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Talk yeah. about what you saw and what you heard. I think the most
0: appropriate word for that would be love. Hmm. Uh, I saw the love of Christ in the way the pastor ministered, ministered to the children. You really could feel how he was teaching them because he loved and cared about them. Hmm. Uh, also, the way he interacted, interacted with them, asking them questions. He made some jokes. He had small conversations with them, helped them to learn their memory verses. It was also full of love and passion. And and also the children, they sensed that uh, they were really hanging on his lips all the way, even though it was a three-hour session. It was really amazing how he was able to, to, to keep their attention going and, and involve them in the teachings that he brought. So, uh, yeah, it was the love of Christ, and, and really that's what urges him.
1: Yeah, and central to all of that are materials from Bible League, yes. He's, he's able to use those in, uh, in the course yeah. of ministering to these uh, school students.
0: Yeah, without them, I think he, he would be uh, way less – well, he said that he would be less powerful in his teachings mm-hmm. without uh, the materials from Bible League because they have such clear language, they have clear examples, they, they use um, characters from the Bible that, that, that children can identify with. Mm-hmm. So it's very important in his uh, ministry.
1: He he used the phrase, uh, God can turn tests into testimonies. I I love reading that uh, in your uh, story about this wonderful pastor. Talk about the high school student that he ministered to and how he used those words of encouragement with her. You know that specific example uh, of that student that he was ministering to? And he used that phrase, God can turn tests into testimonies. Talk about that.
0: Yeah, that's another impactful story indeed. Uh, That was about a high school girl who... Hurt herself she scratched deep wounds on her arm Hmm. Uh, and she did this because she was traumatized after being raped Hmm. and then her friends asked the pastor why God allowed such things to happen and he explained to them that despite all we go through God has a purpose for our lives and you know that wasn't just an an easy answer for him to give
2: Hmm.
0: because he was fully acknowledged uh, he fully acknowledged the pain the girl was going through but what he wanted to point out was that even amid pain and sorrow God is there for us. And if we focus on his promises for our lives, we can face the future. So Pastor Chablala ministered to the girl that hurt herself, and now she is learning to become a teacher. And that's when he used the phrase, God can turn a test into a testimony. Yeah,
1: I love that. Very powerful. I love that. Yeah, our focus uh, this month is on uh, community change again. You know the idea that that salvation can come to an individual, right? And and we don't often think about how the gospel truly can impact a community. This is a great example of that uh, today, Anton. Um in all of this uh, wonderful gospel work and the community change that that's evident uh, in the the ministry of Pastor uh, Chabalala. He still has great concern for his students, doesn't he? He, he cites Psalm 119. Um, how can a young person uh, live a pure life? Well, by obeying God's Word. And then he also indicated that many students have no knowledge of the Bible. I mean, they just don't have any idea um, what, what the Bible's all about. Talk about his urgency in reaching students and people in South Africa, again, with help from Bible League.
0: Apart from his, his own personal experience, uh, having come to Christ at an early age and, and starting to share the gospel with his peers. It's also a little bit of, of the history of South Africa. Uh, after the fall of apartheid, in the, the apartheid regime in the early yeah. 90s, hmm. uh, religious education was removed from South African schools. And Pastor Chabalala said that they took God out of the curriculum and the devil understood this. Hmm. So yeah. as a result, the young generation of South Africa is now growing up without God's word and its teachings. And at the same time, that, that word of God is the only remedy for the the alarming social and spiritual situation of the children and the youth, he said. And we talked about the experience at some of the schools that we visited uh, and the p- positive impact of the gospel there. So by providing free Bibles and Bible study booklets and, and training, Bible League does play a significant uh, role there. And um, Pastor Chabalala asked me to tell the donors that their labor is not in vain.
2: Mm.
0: Because of them, people can access these beautiful Bibles in their languages, in the language the kids can understand. And when children learn to obey God's word, he said, they not only will be able to live pure life, like the verse from Psalm the nineteenth says, but also they will impact their families. And and now you talked about the community impact that that also goes through those families.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Tell us two ways we can pray uh, for Pastor uh, Chabalala's uh, ministry and uh, the work of Bible League there in South Africa. You've been there, Anton. You you know exactly how we can pray. Give us a couple of ways.
0: Ooh couple of ways. (laughs) I can uh, mention a lot of ways. (laughs) Uh, First off, I think um, because Pastor Chabalala is is up to his ears in the ministry, I think it's good for him to pray for him, to receive the strength and the wisdom from God to Mm. carry on with the ministry, uh, also for his family. But of course, his his reach is limited. Um, So I also would like to pray for more workers like him to enlarge the reach of the Bible study program at schools. And we also need to pray for more open doors at schools because sometimes uh, principals or school boards uh, are reluctant to accept the program for for many reasons so pray for open doors for for the ministry to enter the the schools and finally another major prayer item would be for the love and grace of christ to prevail over the powers of darkness in south africa i would ask you to pray for the strongholds of evil to break down and for the people to be released from the bonds of witchcraft and ancestral worship, because that's so that's so present in society. And only only the love of Christ can, can break through that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, those are helpful ways to pray for the work of Bible League and our co-labor in the Lord, Pastor Chabalala. Anton, thank you for traveling to South Africa to be able to share this wonderful story with us today. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. Email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. For the Word in Action podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.